1: Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey
0: everybody, happy Thursday, episode 505 of Coach Unplugged. Um, We're going to do part two of our interview today. Two big things, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's my baby. Um, it will not disappoint. It is the number one, in my opinion, resource for coaches out there. Also, go over and check out uh, Doctor Dish. Um, the the elect the technology behind Doctor Dish is second to none. I do not think you'll be disappointed. So go over and check that out. Um, tell them that I sent you. That would be awesome. That's one way. And also leave a leave a, I, you know I don't say this often on this one leave leave a review. We really love the reviews. I read them all. Um, if nothing else, go down on iTunes and leave that five-star. That's the ones we want, those five-star reviews. Um, But let's head off to the podcast. It's better for kids. The shot clock does not. The argument that we're getting them ready to play in college is ludicrous. Like like 4% of them are going to play in college. Why are we getting ready? Exactly. And and it's not really that big of a problem. Like, I put it on in practice. We wouldn't – unless you make it a 30 – it's not going to be an issue. So why are wow. we putting it in unless at the end of a game? Yeah. And, and we have the same problem. We have a hard enough problem. probably finding someone to run the scoreboard properly. Yeah. yeah. These guys that are doing the games are accountants or they're, they're, they're real estate people that the, the officials don't have instant replay. Right. Like right. they can't tell if it hit the rim. It's going to be a judgment call at that. Point. Correct. Why would we put that on the officials? The officials don't want it and RADs don't want it.
1: No, yeah. and, and coach and right to be honest with you, you know, you think about the college game well if uh, if uh, if the men's and women's team have one person that does the 25 second or the whatever one right. person. Well, that's that could be two games a week. Could have a men's home game one week and a women's home game well not us because you got to play the JV with a shot clock, right? You're not just going to play
0: No, they were going to they so I they were going to do it just at the varsity level in Wisconsin. And I wow. go, what are you talking about? Because they right. don't want the expense of having to get other gyms. Yeah, you can't you can't expect just to do it once. No, they're seniors, they're juniors, or whatever. Right. That's, that's not fair. No, no, I just I don't know. I think it's I think it's the game trying to to do something that we don't necessarily need at this point. We need right. to court wider or move the wow. rim up or something bigger yeah. like that.
1: I, it's uh, amazing to me. It's it's so funny you say it. It's one of the big things i have often sort of marveled at that the court's not wider yet
0: it's it needs to be wider
1: it's i mean guys, it's it, too I, I know i know, I know. <laughs> guys are guys are so dang big all over the court oh, yeah
0: we're in the biggest division in wisconsin i look at these guys it's like someone's gonna get like this is crazy yeah like yeah and then the thing is um um the uh they're moving the college line back now yeah which I think is a great thing in there, you know, I think it's this year in division one and then the following year, it's going to be two and three because yep. we're giving them time to, yep. to repaint the lines. Yep. Um, that will be interesting when they, it will be at least 10 years for the high school. The high school line's too close in my opinion, right. but it's, it's such a financial. Can you imagine them moving that line back and keep painting every court in every gym well, country? I-
1: you know, and you may not you you may not see it all the time, but how many gyms are tight on the sideline at the high school level that if you move that line, you can't shoot a corner
0: three. I know, I know. So, it's, it, 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 well, there's a business. If anybody's listening to this, there's your business is how to yeah. put on a, another line cheap. Basically. Yeah, like yeah. How can you transfer another line on as cheap as possible? Well, you know, coach, it's off.
1: something you know you sort of said there. Um, unless in, in, in the college game the biggest rule change to me in the nba has been the defense of three seconds right people don't understand how far if you're on the if the ball's on the wing and you have to be in the opposite outside the paint area as a defense as the backside defense right that's a long way for you to try to get to come over and try to take a charge or wall up it. Right. and that's and you hear people say well they don't play defense in the nba well you don't
0: understand the rule. Like, <laughs> they don't. And the funny thing, what's weird is the, the, there's another push in our state to put the circle. I go, don't give the officials more things to worry about with the no. with the circle. You know, do you have three officials or two? Three. Yeah, we have three. So that was a great addition to the game. Yes. And the here's here's the reason for that. In my opinion, is there was there's always someone in front of me to talk to yep i don't have to scream at them i don't have to say and i'm telling you 85 90 percent of the time they'll say steve i missed it steve i saw this i go cool done that's it we're done that's all that's all i want i just want to know what you saw correct you saw this i saw that we're going to agree Mm -hmm. to disagree but the problem is when there was only two and i was trying to trying to figure out what's going on that's when all the you know
1: yeah stuff happened because you look like the screaming lunatic at somebody you're just trying to get someone's attention to say what did, you, what did you
0: see? Yeah, his feet weren't set or what did you – yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. That's, that, that's the that's – the, the, the three thing was the smartest thing ever. Yeah. At least at the higher levels in high school because the bodies are just crazy. No doubt. What would you tell a young coach?
1: You know, I think the hard part and the big catch-22 for young coaches is this. They believe they have to win to gain uh, respect with the parents and the kids. Right. Which shows they know their stuff. And the hard part is what you really want to do is develop a day-in, day-out process. Like, how are we getting better? And what are we focusing on to get better? Right. You, know, I, you know, I still...
0: I think they're worried about losing their jobs i think i try to remember back to my 20s and 30s and i think i was always kind of like are they going to come after me
1: so my biggest thing with our coaches is this your record isn't going to make me fire you ever right i i will be in the gym i will i want to see the process we'll let it all play out show me that you're committed day in and day out to these kids Right. And forget about what the result is. Don't worry about that. That if you're doing it right, the results will come. And I know right. at times that's that's a challenge because kids' minds today are they're they, going every direction.
0: It's Snapchat, you know? baby. It's no instantaneous.
1: Doubt. Yes, and, and, it, and it could be a little bit, coach. It's easier for us as older guys to come into a situation because we're we're comfortable with what we know, what oh, we yeah. don't know. Yeah, you know, there's that there's that early sensation where you're still trying to prove yourself right. not only as a
0: coach I, i've told know. my wife this i said if i ever take another job if i move to florida to take a job yeah. it's like yeah. okay it's like what happens if i get fired i get fired it's like i know my stuff right it's cool i'm gonna do what's right by the kids you know right. you never know what the situation's gonna give you right so i um, think
1: again, if i had to go back and say to a young coach figure out the fundamentals of the game because I, I know you'd think you know them, and I don't care how high up levels you've played, you don't know.
0: I still don't know them. I swear I, to God, I still I still I'm still bobbled by how to teach a proper screen. It's been thirty years. It's like, oh my God, it's like we
1: bagged it, coach. We bagged screens because I got sick and tired of getting called for moving screens all the time. right. We went through. we went through a season a couple of years ago for the first six weeks. We refused to do any ball screens, and the only screens we would do, a lot out of the beeline stuff is the two guard the diagonal screen the screener type stuff which
0: right that's what we do
1: very difficult to go I think it's the most difficult action to guard if you know how to defend
0: right I think I think one of the difficult actions to defend is and I'm teaching my son this is um the back screen yeah the three-point shooter I said Drew if you set back screens you will be what do you go what do you mean I go they got to decide if they're going to defend the guy coming off the back screen. Yes. Or you pop in. Yep. You can go deep. Like he can shoot deep, like, yeah. like way deep. It's like, well, which one are they going to defend? Right. Well, it goes, I never thought of that. I go, well, will set some more back screens and you'll find out how open you are.
1: Yeah. Or so, your I mean,
0: teammates going to get a layup.
1: And, that, yeah. and that's similar, I guess. Well, I think we're on the same page. That's similar to the action I'm talking about in the B line stuff. There yeah. are the, the type of back screen actions and then getting a down screen off of it. There's just yep. so much there that has to be guarded, and it irritates me when you watch a team figure it out and really, they don't even teach it. They don't even know what they're doing. They just got in the way, almost. You know, right. but teaching our guys that time to be to be slow with it a little bit, set the stuff, let the next thing happen. Um, you know, and going back to the young coaches, I think it's important too, coach that you have a staff that you trust.
0: I'm telling you, there's two days. I've said this a thousand times. Two days that make your season. The day you pick your team. Yeah, and the day you pick your staff yeah like i've had two staffs in 30 years two staffs like literally like now the problem with that is sometimes you get um kind of pack mentality we all start thinking away the like but but i keep bringing new people in and it's like i always i've said this i don't know if you've heard me say it but you need a yoda you need an older i I have someone that i went to his camp on my staff so i have a yoda you need you need the um like the the graduate assistant guy will do all yeah. that stuff that, to be honest with you, I don't want to do anymore. Right. To do that. <laughs> yeah. hey, that's Nate. Nate's going to help you. Nate's going to do all that stuff for filling out the forms and stuff for you. Yeah. That's what he's going to do. He's awesome at it. He's a great yeah. coach. That's what he's going to do. And then you need a guy that's going to question you all the time. Yeah. And I yeah. have one of those, too. Yeah. All the time. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think what's important there too for young coaches is to give those coaches a voice, right? Don't let them just stand there. Yeah. They've got to run segments. They've got to run drills. So
0: I think I haven't run an offensive segment in like four years. John does it. I don't do, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't care. It's like, he's yeah. good at it. Go do it. Like, here you go.
1: And And it gives ownership into the team mentality. And then when you do speak, you know, now, yes. all attention. You know, it's like I said, I would tell our coaches oftentimes, you know, there were various, various segments throughout a practice that I was literally the guy that stood underneath the hoop to make sure all the guys were off the end line. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my job. That was my right. role. I would tell, hey, my, hey, this is my job. I'm going to do my job the best I can right now. Right. Get off the inline, line, you know. coaches out there talking. Let them go through it. And I would often say, I have to own that bench, meaning those kids that aren't playing, they're my responsibility. The assistant right. coaches, you focus on what's going on out there. I, I get that. I get their attention anytime I want to. Right. I got to make sure these guys sitting here who are getting six minutes, four minutes, two minutes, where is their mind? You know, right. how are they operating? I've the- started.
0: You know what I started doing is I started videotaping the bench. So We break down bench. We, we break down bench conduct during the game. Awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's not just about those five. Those five yeah. are easy. Right. Like, we can say that guy's not setting that screen. What are you doing? Like, right. are you ready? Then, then we'll we'll go we'll break it down, and I'll circle. It. It's like a, you don't look like you're ready to go in the game. Right. Maybe that's why you went in and missed your first two threes. Yeah, blah blah, blah, blah. I think it's yeah. so. It it takes an extra, an extra camera to do it, but it it's definitely worth it. Now, do you guys use um huddle? We do use huddle, and my okay. co- and we just got um. I don't know. He bought something through NFSH that's like an eye in the sky that follows so, the ball. Did you,
1: buy, did you buy the Pixelot system?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So I Love had bought, I bought the pixel system. Actually, I didn't buy it at Oxbridge. I want it. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to get it approved and the business office was just sort of, well, Pat, you know, I don't know. Can we wait on this one? I go to a meeting and winded thing. I said, listen, there's nothing stopping me now. So then when I got to Windermere prep to take this job, the first thing we did was I bought a huddle camera for the gym. Okay. So what I'm leading up to is, um, I'm we're working on a hey, these games should all be filmed live that's awesome and then you guys should be I've got to figure out how to make it so that when the game's over you can just put that into your huddle
0: yeah I wonder if you're gonna have to share it and then we yeah. download it and just upload it I mean that's not, as long as there's wi-fi it's not a big yeah deal.
1: we'll have to figure that out so that's one of the yeah. things we wanted to make sure and again from our coaches it's it's fantastic you know oh, it's, it's
0: just awesome i'm yeah we, we, we got it last year and we still taped because i didn't trust it <laughs> it's like oh i'm like that old guy that doesn't i won't get in the automobile i'm gonna take my horse i don't you know i just it's like i got like tape is like see yeah. i'm old school yeah i've watched more tape than any human being should i, I was old vcr guy two yeah. two decks you know slow my my i don't I'm telling you, huddle, huddle and crossovers saved my marriage because the amount of time I would break tape down yep. and stats and all that stuff, I don't even I – mean, oh, it's horror. It was horror. I mean, but it taught yeah. me. It taught me a lot about the game. Yeah. That's no what, doubt. No,
1: yeah. You know, going back to the tape, there's no doubt because well, I was a tape guy too. VCR. Right. And you would sit there and it would be paused and you'd, you'd chart the stats yourself. Right. Six o'clock every morning after a game. Five o'clock, whatever time I knew I needed to get in before school started, to shot, shot, charge, possession, whatever I, you know. And you think about it, uh, I almost felt like when we got into the huddle world that I was, I was
0: cheating. Right.
1: I had a process. Well, I
0: the here's the issue is I had an advantage. That's what takes me off. I had an advantage because I outworked you. Right. I had more tape than you did. Now they got all the. It's like. It's like now I gotta find it. I I remember sitting after my first season, my only losing season. We were seven fourteen. I would never forget this. And I'm sitting there with one of my assistants who ended up being the principal to school. And I go, I can't do this. I can't do this again. I can't go through. And then we we literally on the bus ride home is like a two-hour bus. He goes, he goes, You can outscout people, Steve. You can outscout them. This was third 25 years ago. There's things that you can do to help your team. Yeah. That no one else will be willing to do. That's where you got to start. And then we talked about the youth program and all that stuff. Yeah. You can out-scout people. And I go, ooh, I can. You know, I can spend more time watching film yeah. and know exactly what you're going to do before you do. Um, yeah, now it's like it's, it's almost cheating how easy so how about
1: this? How about this, Coach? In Florida, you can't film the opposing team's game. That's
0: crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Like, we'll be playing a game, and I go, okay, who's here? Who's there? Who's there?
1: The legal. That's
0: crazy.
1: I know there's teams, varsity teams that will win state championships in Florida who don't even film their games.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I mean, literally like, I don't know what I would do. I might hire, a. I might hire a business to go out and tape for me. If I lived in Florida, <laughs> I swear to God, it's like, what are they going to do? Johnny's dad's going over there. To, I mean, but that's the funny part, though, in today's day and age,
1: when everyone has their phone or iPad and their
0: you could hire a kid to go to the game, go to the game, take your phone out and tape it for you. I'll give you fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah, do that in a second. Yeah, like <laughs> so, you're basically telling them that's what's wrong with the rule because we live right. in a world where everybody videotapes everything. You should be able to have access to all of it. I, I couldn't agree more. I don't know. That's just wow. I yeah. where else were we? We were in. We were some playing somebody. And we couldn't get any film on. It. And it's like, what? You, no one would. No one. You couldn't tape. It's <laughs> like. I don't know. I think it's. I, I. I. I have no problem sharing tape. It's like let's. Let's. I. I want my guys to be prepared. Your guys to be prepared. Right. What do you think the hardest thing to teach is? <sighs>
1: I don't think it's necessarily a skill. I think it's the day in day out process of getting better. I'm going to tell you a funny story, coach. So I'm always a big believer in catching the ball with two hands. Again, old school western PA mindset. So I had a freshman a couple of years ago and every time we'd go through a drill or something, he would catch it with me and do this. So finally and I would scream out every time, catch ball with two hands, catch the ball with two hands. We get to right before the postseason starts that year, and I said, that's it. I pull the kid out of practice, and him and I now are on the sideline throwing the ball back and forth. And I said, we need to catch the ball with two hands. If you want to be a player, right. you need to learn how to catch the ball with two hands. I'm throwing him chest passes. Again, he's going like this. And I said – Son, what's the problem here? I need you to catch it with him. He says, Coach, quit yelling at me. I am. And I stopped for a second. I went, at the same time. He went, oh. <laughs> hit me. And I, I apologize to you. I, I did a horrible job coaching you. Yes, I didn't teach you. Yeah. I didn't teach you right. Yeah. But yeah. I think you weren't – you meant – this, I, I thought, to me, it sounded pretty self-explanatory. Catch the ball with two hands, and right. his, he was catching it with two right. hands.
0: Well, it's, a, it's the whole demonstrate thing. You got to – I mean, I swear you got to demonstrate. I, I personally think shooting is – it's not what it was. Yeah. Because if you look at the analytics, it's all threes and lamps. No doubt. It's all so threes so this and lamps.
1: The mid-range game's gone.
0: It's – Yeah. Uh,
1: it's over. So it's and I don't know
0: what you can do to it other than maybe move the lineback. I don't know if you can, I don't know what can change that. It just right. I think the mid-range being gone has affected the game a lot. It
1: definitely has. You know, because I think it's affected uh, how pick and roll is done. I think it's affected how much the game's played inside out. Cause I just got done talking to our coach about it because we were back and forth about front and the post and all this. And I said,
0: Coach, why why are you worried about it? Someone's going to roll the ball in there once or twice a game, wall them up, move on. They they're I not to worry about, like, we're, we're, we're fighting in ours, like, how do we want to handle screens? Like, yeah. it's like, okay, well, so I finally said, okay, here's what we're going to do all the time, and yeah. then we're going to adjust to our opponents. Now, when we come down there, we won't know our opponents as well, sure. but everybody else we play, we know yeah. exactly what they're going to do. We'll have tape on them. I said, then if we need to hedge, we'll do that for this team. If we need to switch yeah. for this team, we can spend two or three days. We can teach them that, and then we'll do it for that game. Yep. Otherwise, it's like you know, yes, it's like always doing this, always doing that. I don't have them. I have them for. I don't have them on the off season. I don't. I right. can't. I'm not like Bayline. I mean, I can't teach all that stuff. That's the problem.
1: Right. right. And and I think that's sort of where we got into, uh, you know, drilling the heck out of sideline baseline. Right. It was easy. We we've. I've been at really every school I've been at. As a basketball coach, was a football school, so I right. just really adopted the football mindset of not allowing kids to score, and we'll just figure out how to get the ball in the hoop at the other end. You know, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we well,
0: know. that's all the reason we were competitive last year. The last couple of years, we've haven't, just haven't had the the guys, but yeah. we were competitive because we could defend people. Like yeah. we can stop you. We yeah. might not score. <laughs> right. is the reason we didn't make it to the state tournaments because we couldn't. We had a stretch where we couldn't score. Yeah. Okay, I can live right. with that. I mean, so it is what it is, but. Um, so it's
1: funny, you know, Coach, one of my big pet peeves as is, is I've gotten down to Florida and, and gone to the coaching world down here has been the, these kids, and, and this is amazing to me just from my background because I thought the kids in Western PA, they know how to play basketball. They right. may not be the best basketball player. They know how to play the game, right? These kids here will spend eight hours in the gym working on their game, and I'll always tell them you've wasted seven hours and 15 minutes mm-hmm. because you really need 45 minutes of a focused workout and they they get
0: lost in, you know, coach, I was in the gym for four hours. What'd you do for four hours? You know, I know. It's crazy. Out? It's crazy. My son had my son didn't play me. He he's got some colleges looking at him and stuff. He didn't play AAU the last two years. And I said, and I said or travel, I go, Drew, there's no reason for you to do that. Right. If you want to play for me and if you ever want to play at the next level, we need to get in the gym. In the summer and in the spring, and we need to work on your ball handling, we need to work on your shooting, we need to work on your strength. Because now I'll say, I I, and I said to him, if you want to go hang out with your friends and (laughs) go to Iowa and play seven games in a day, we can do that. Yeah, but that's not making you a better player, correct? That's yeah, if you're one of those guys like Jalen Johnson, who is at IMG, was in our league, he's a top five in the 2020 class, legit kid, probably lottery, in my opinion. He needs a summer. He yeah. needs a U. He needs to go against those guys. You don't. You know, you got to go play against your friends and play. But that's, what, that's what's crazy about the game now, I
1: And, Coach, I think that's what I'd like to sort of drive home in this little – in the conversation we're having. You know, 25 years ago when AAU started, it was the top 100 players going at it. Everybody right. else was with their high school teams in the summer, learning how to play with – you know, whatever the coach was teaching – uh, and, and we have totally lost the vision of what the whole travel ball world is. As I've often said, if, if you want to – one of the things besides going back to that model, that, that the travel stuff is, is from June to July. And it hammered into that period, there's not these year-long programs that were just – what are
0: we doing? You know, it's, it's money. Uh, it's money. 100% no money. It's money, money driven. It's shoe right. driven. It's all this. Yeah. The problem is, like I said, in Wisconsin, Wisconsin's had some legit players in the last yeah. 10, 20 years. Like hero is like, I might be rookie of the year in the NBA. In my opinion, yeah. he yeah. can play and he yeah. even can't go to Wisconsin. He can play. Yeah. Anyway, we've got, we've got those kids. Yeah. We have a very small piece of those kids. The rest of them, I just don't, I don't understand. They're, they're they're chasing a dream that they're being sold. It's like, it's a, like a bait and switch. It's what bothers me. You're right. Um,
1: and again, for us, you know, we would spend, I'm a big believer and we did shoot a lot of practice. So we did a lot of shooting stuff at practice. I just, it's funny as, as you've heard my philosophy, it's a defensive mindset, but I just, we just shot the heck out of
0: the ball practice. I thought it was good to teach it and drill it it's a skill that's lost and for young coaches it's been really hard in my career because I'm thinking oh we got to work on this we yeah I literally am on top of my practice plan now say that we you know like 25 we got to get shots up because it's, it's that skill that's lost like if you if you don't it's it's kind of like I'm um, hitting a curveball if you don't consistently see balls coming at you yeah. you won't hit it if you, I'm telling my son, I said, you got three days. If you take more than three days off, your shot's going to go yep. <laughs> because it's just a repetition thing. It's right. just that, you no, know, yeah.
1: And coach, sometimes as we get older in this game, as coaches, you forget what the mindset of a 15 year old kid is, right? Their defense gets a lot better when they see the ball go through the hoop on offense, yeah. <laughs> yes. you know? So we're at practice the one day it's a couple years ago and we've all, we've been blessed obviously with a lot of, former pros in the area down in West Palm that would come out to just be around our program. We're in the gym and Tayshawn Prince, who played at Kentucky, was, was new. One of our assistants, he said, Hey, you guys are on half cortex. We were, we were in a game prep mode. He said, do you mind if I come in and get some shots up on the other end at the end of your practice? I said, no, it's not a problem. So we'd been, we had a young team, a bunch of young, we started three freshmen that year who were learning the game and um, great athletes. And we would always do the five spots of shooting. Like I was something that we were going to drive home. We were we were going to be you know left right into your shot, one dribble, pull up, simplify the game. And they would fight it all the time, just because that's the natural fifteen year old kid. And uh, they wanted to bounce it eighty seven times. And we you know. Don't even
0: get me started on the trainers are teaching all that dribbling stuff before, like.
1: So 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 how about this? Tayshon's at the other end by himself. Because he was just there with the ball. He didn't pull a gun out. He was just shooting. He goes right to the five spots. And he's doing all the same stuff at the five spots. And our, co- our kids are starting to look down and go, Coach, look what, look what Tayshawn Prince is. I said, yeah, guys. That's called basketball. That, that's, right. what, that's what players do. Right. The ones who, you know, the best of the best have a, have a go-to move and a counter.
0: That's it. Right. They, they My best point guard that I ever coach had a move and a counter. That's all he had. And, he, and he's quick as hell. But, yeah. Yeah. Those two things. That's all you need: a move and a counter move. All this right. other stuff that people are doing, don't it's need ridiculous. it. It's a don't shame, it. you
1: know. And it's it's hard. It is so hard to watch at times the game when it gets into that.
0: Uh, I know. I know. A, it's It's a turnover. What I say, it's a turnover waiting to happen. It's no not doubt. The damn ball so much. Yeah. No doubt. So let's talk about the tournament. Let's talk yeah. about the tournament. Go ahead yeah. and, and and tell people about it. So the rock
1: holiday classic, it's, this is my first year with it uh, at Windermere. I, they've definitely been doing, I want to say it's at least eight years, nine yeah, years,
0: seven or eight at least. Yeah,
1: uh, And we're talking about, and what I like about it is we're talking, this is, this is seven of the, you know, very good programs around the country. I mean, right. And Windermere Preps is the eight, but I mean, we obviously, it's a local as, as the local team, but right. Uh, when I saw the list of some of those teams and the diversity of those teams and their style of plays that, uh, it's definitely going to be an exciting three days there. Uh, you know, with Sunday being off for the for everyone to sort of enjoy, right? Disney, which is right, right. around the corner, and uh, just to see good basketball play. I mean, we also have a girls tournament that goes with it. Uh, again, I know he- this
0: is the first time my girl the girls have gone. We got we got a couple legit. We got at least two Division One girls, and it's like he goes. Coach came up to me in the hallway, he goes, "Oh, I looked at our first round and." Then I looked at our second round. I go, well, okay. <laughs> You're not going to these things not to be pushed. You want to right. be pushed? I yeah. said, well, don't worry about It's what we were talking about before. I'm not worried. I mean, I want to win it. But I'm also going down there because I get them by myself for five, yeah. six. It, it's basically a retreat. All these yeah. tournaments I've gone to, you know, gone to Myrtle Beach, gone all this stuff. It's about me getting them with me for yeah. five or six days. Which is awesome. Me. Yeah, that's the best part about these tournaments.
1: And, and here's the here's the second best part, Coach. For you, um, that you know, it took me a long time to get used to down here. I'd walk out of a practice in January fifteenth <laughs> out of the gym in a pair of shorts and a right right outside, hop in the car, and head home for the day. You know, yeah. as I'm.
0: Past the palm trees, and it's things. dark and dark when I leave. It's like <laughs> a, it's dark when I go to school, and it's dark when I come home, and it's cold. That's basically, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's you know, and it's the wind. People ask me all the time, you know, what, what what don't you miss about PA? The wind, and I know the Wisconsin area. I mean, I can only imagine coming off those buses with the wind chill, and just it just smacks you right it's in like,
0: Well, last year we met. We didn't have school for four or five days because it was too cold. Oh wow! Like cold days, like I I went outside and threw boiling water up, and it froze before it hit the ground. It's crazy. Now do you,
1: are you allowed to practice or
0: no? We can't. Yeah, we used That's- to be able to, but now they now they don't yeah. let. It. I mean, in the old days we used to be able to, but now. Think like-
1: about this. How about how funny is this? Just to you know, I know you've you've coached in Wisconsin for a long time. You know, going into your season every year, and, and you're not you know it's on on a schedule somewhere but a game's going to get snowed out. School's going to get canceled. You could have three days off. You come down here to Florida, and that's never a problem. Right? You play every game. You're going to practice every practice. I know. Uh, it's so different. I mean, it's those little things, right, that you think.
0: And you know, I don't have any control over it. It's no like, control. No control over it. So it's like it used to bother me more. Now it doesn't. Like, what am I going to do about it? Like, no doubt. I'm going to stay home and watch some tape and those <laughs> kind of things. Um, all right. So any parting words for the listeners?
1: No, i, I tell you what, this is, uh, you know, I really appreciate having me on and talking. I feel like, awesome. Uh, you know, to hear, hear, hear coaches talk about, again, the next generation of coach that we're trying to, to helpsters. That's
0: who's listening to this. I mean, I, before I talked to you, I just got off a coach that's, you know, he's got his first game tomorrow. He's coaching like seventh graders. It was like it's like he goes. He's worried about how to deal with the parents and all All the stuff that you and I dealt with a long time ago. I go, have a parent meeting. It will be okay. You know, a lot of the questions you're asking me will not be the questions in 24 hours (laughs) because once you once you throw them in, and it's like whoa, it's like you don't know what's going on. And and again, though, I think it's funny. I think
1: if that that last thought for young coaches is figure out a way to enjoy your process. Yep. That, that's a struggle I often had, you know. When, when as the longer I got into coaching, the wins I, I they weren't enjoyable because it was yeah. worried about the next game, and the losses just ruined the whole house.
0: Yeah. And again, it's, a, it's about the journey. That's what I tell people. Yeah. It's about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the yeah. journey. It's like what yeah. we were talking about before. Well, coach, thank you. Thank I you for being on.
1: Yeah, we're uh, looking forward to seeing you here over the holidays and I uh, yep. wish I
0: try to get this up before we come down for sure. Good to see you, Coach, All appreciate. Right.
1: It. Yep. Thanks.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.